razor's edge these wicked rivers how are you guys today very well yeah really good yeah still buzzing to be honest from the from the set really enjoyed it yeah it's yeah. been an awesome afternoon we've had a great time First time at Stone Dead, so what's your thoughts on it? It's amazing, yeah. It's, I mean, we're on this run at the minute where we're, we seem to be hitting just really good, sort of, you know, fantastic, like very community-based festivals. Like we had Firestorm, we had Steel Ass, and now we're on Stone Dead. And yeah, just really love it because it, it's great for us. We go around, we meet new people, we meet people we know. And when you walk out, it feels like it's just a community and a, a family. Do you feel the same? The big, like, thing, the big thing for me... Uh, Steelhouse in particular and here today we've done Planet Rock Sign in tents after mm. we've played and the queue is out the door it's at like hundreds of people long and they are a combination of new people and people that we've met before they've got nothing but lovely things to say mm-hmm. and they're just so friendly so welcoming at both festivals the staff have been unbelievable yeah, really they're making it like literally making it so that all we do is turn up play our, play our set and then go and do our stuff afterwards. It's such a such a great relaxing thing to be involved in. And you mentioned the signing tent. Does that bring it home a little bit? Because I know it can be surreal being in a band, can't it? And you don't quite understand the connection you've got with people. Yeah, we, 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 were, we were prepared today, weren't we? Because of what had happened at Steelhouse, we were prepared. So tell today. us what happened at Steelhouse then for guys who weren't there. And it was cute. So um, it was kind of queuing across half the festival. Wow. You know, which is amazing for us. I mean, we had a thing during lockdown. We released our debut album in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I think when we came back, we weren't prepared for how much we'd grown as a band. And we've, since then, we've, we've had some amazing shows sort of over the past couple of years. And we've grown quite quickly. And like Dan said, the signing tents are such a good kind of barometer for that. You know? I mean, for me, I love, I love seeing like, you know, young kids and stuff. I gave a, a kid a light bulb. Normally I give them picks and I say learn guitar, but obviously we have lamps on stage and I had one of the bulbs in my pocket and I didn't really pick, so I signed a light bulb. I was, I was signing drumsticks. I was signing drumsticks for a little today. It's, it's, oh, this yeah. is the best thing about it, isn't it? Because yeah. you feel like you're giving them... So I remember when I was um, um, like 10, 11 years old and I was ready to Blackstone Cherry and, and Roadstar and stuff and I'd, I'd go to these shows and I'd chat to the guitarists and they'd give me picks and that really inspired me as a young guitarist. So that with Dan with drumsticks, it's nice to be able to kind of give that yeah. back a little bit. I mean, the thing was at, at Steelhouse, we had half an hour slot at Steelhouse and they had to turn people away wow. at the end of it um, because they just needed to get the next the next band in and we left yeah. we left feeling bad that people had been disappointed yeah. but at the same time, like, whoa, this is well, It's cool because we got, we got, we're one of them the bands as well. We love just hanging around and watching bands afterwards. We'll stand in the crowds and so we get to meet people and we might have not met in the signing tent and have a chat and stuff and a photo, which is really cool. Well, that's important what you're saying. You know, that 10-year-old that you've signed for today in 10 years' time you know could be on that stage yeah. and it is good that you've got such a connection and you do value that fan base that I you've got it is, for us it's really nice to think that people have heard our stuff and they can see themselves potentially going and going and trying to do that themselves a little yeah. bit further down the line we've got plenty of young younger folks like teenagers who play guitar and teenagers who play drums they come and ask us their parents usually come and ask us about how do you get to where you are now? And it's all about getting the message across. It's not all rock and roll. It's hard work that, that makes it work for you. And if you're willing to put the effort and the energy into it, if you can transmit that that message to them and they walk away and take a bit of it from it, then we've done we've done our job mm. from that point of view. Because you're actually a really good example of that. I mean, being voted on the bill, yeah. kind of saying to people, actually, if we can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're still... And it's a positive message, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're still very much sort of the underdog, you know, because we've got the second album that we're recording at the minute, and but we're still very much sort of lower down on the bill just because, you know, festivals are booked sort of a year in advance and we've grown quite quickly. But we quite like that because it gives us the opportunity to, to kind of, you know, go in there and surpass people's expectations and just blow the roof off the place a little yeah. bit, you know. Because you've played the bigger festivals, and obviously you have supported some really big names, haven't mm. you? Mm. I mean, and then to come here and have that queue like you said it's amazing I think in I, a short I, period of time it's, yeah, it's, it's means, hard means work yeah. but it affirms it I suppose and it puts it? you the yeah. thing about coming to do festivals like this is it puts you on a bill of well established names mm-hmm. so people are here predominantly to see them and then so you walk out like we did this morning, you walk out and you see that sea of people who are predominantly there really to get into position to see the bands that they want to see. So if you can knock the roof off it, like Aaron says, then it just it brings new people, new people in for you, um, and it makes it a lot easier for us to do our jobs as well yeah, when there's a big sea of people. And we there. like the challenge. You know, that I think one of the things that we're, we're very good at is leaving everything on the stage. You know, anyone that sees us like. You know, we normally go on with about three layers on, even even in today's, you know. Dale, yeah, Dale having to lose his leather Yeah, he had to today. whack his lever off before we did the because he was too Is he recovered? Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all right. But he had to, a guitar tech had to whack his, his jacket on before pray for me. But we, we, we you know, we, we really do give everything. It's like Zumba for me playing a gig, you know, because we want to give everything that we can and, and like, inspire people, you know, give people something they're going to walk away and remember. Yeah. You talked very briefly just a few moments ago about the second album can you shed any more light on that how's that going yeah so we are midway through the recording process at the moment we're running a crowdfunder for it to to for all the bits and bobs because it's not just about the actual physical writing the songs and getting in the studio to record them there's all sorts of associated costs as well that come to making it what it what it can be so that crowdfunder's sitting at about 80 percent of completion at the moment so we just need people on board to just nudge it over the edge a little bit but we're making good progress on it so we're about i'd say two-thirds of the way through it yeah, maybe the initial, the initial like response was, was really exciting because when we did the crowdfunder freedom our debut which obviously again was back just before lockdown um to then run it again a few years later it shows it was nice like with today to have that you know affirmation of where we are and, yeah. and how far we've come you know support's been amazing and a lot of the songs that we've got on the album and stuff there's a couple of songs that we played today you know newer songs and we feel it's the best representation of where we are now you know obviously Rich is coming on keys you know got Dale in there as well so the band's grown a lot you know as you naturally mm. do and this is like us putting our, our flag in the ground and saying this is who we are mm. And it's crowdfunder is is it's a good platform, isn't it? And it's a mm. good tool to use. We we talk a lot lately about venues struggling, bands struggling. You know, everything's expensive. Prices are going up. So if you can do it that way, I mean, why not? It's a really good show of where you are as mm. a band and how people are engaged with you as well. Mm. And I think that's the the thing that really switches us on to where we are at the moment. The the swell of support for it has been absolutely. Like absolutely unbelievable and a very humbling um, experience to see those people in these times still willing to put something towards supporting you to go and do what you want to do um, is a really eye-opening experience and it makes us very, very grateful that people, are, we, it's the Wicked Rivers family, isn't it? And, yeah. and we, but we welcome people to it all the time and their support is just absolutely unbelievable and we absolutely love it. 
So when you're hoping to get that album out, probably next year? Yeah, now? we're probably looking sort of like late spring next year. Um, as part of the crowdfunding, you can buy tickets for um, an album listening party, which is like oh, January time, which mm -hmm. we'll be doing in Derby. Um, so that's kind of the first chance people will get to listen to it. Yeah, we're just, we're just so excited about it because we feel it's the next stage in our in our timeline. You know, we're playing, we're really looking to play so many great shows, playing for some great crowds. Now's the time we want to get that album out that really staples as, as who we are at this point. Yeah. Any more shows this year that you can talk about? that you've got going on or anything in the pipeline for early next year we're off, to do, we're off to do one a little bit later this afternoon after, so we've got two, show, two shows in one day next week we're playing are you going for Guinness World Records yeah, we, <laughs> we, 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 we just love the torches to be honest glad I've got to change your clothes <laughs> yeah. well yeah so we've got another festival later on today. Next week we're playing a little festival in Donington called Off the Tracks, um, yep. which is a, a, a great weekend, a, great a really chilled vibe, that is. But then we've got a couple of weeks off before we put ourselves through the ringer to go and do 27 dates with AC Dixie. Lovely. Around yeah. the entire UK. So Sounds good. Yeah, England, rest, Scotland. You know. You know, I mean, it'd be, it would be nice to have a bit of time just to <laughs> sit in our pants, but at the same time, any, any chance we have to, to play a gig, we kind of don't really refuse it. You and know. I don't think you can in the current climate because no. you've got to kind of go for it, haven't you, a little you bit? Get, you yeah. get the, we, we get the, the itch that you need to scratch when you've had two or three weeks off yeah. and you just have to go Pants and do it scratching, again. Pants and scratching, what an interview. Pants and scratching, main headline. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing we need to point home to people who are coming to see us on the first date of that tour in Pocklington uh, Pocklington. Is, is that it is your birthday on that day, isn't it? It is, uh -huh. yeah. And yeah. how old are you, babe? I'll be, how old do you think I am? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, let's play this game. Because honestly, you won't offend me and it's fun. <laughs> 22 oh bless you oh. no 28 no, you, you, it's sorry. the beard it's not mate it's what the beard. did I say I'm a sucker I mean, for a beard some, some, tell people, you. some people think me and John the front man are the same age he's, he's like in his 40s man he's <laughs> in disgrace you're like no way man no he's man so you're going to be enjoying being on stage on your birthday so your favourite thing on your birthday you can't go wrong I'll end, I'll end up driving the van while well, I like that probably It'll yeah. be a party time for you I don't know day. first gig I'll do the tour I don't really want to go too too heavy, don't want to go yeah. too out there. Yeah, that's well, yeah. We've got to save ourselves for Scotland, so Pocklington and then five dates in Scotland. Where are you playing in Scotland that. for our Scottish oh, listeners? Stirling, Dunfermline, Gala Shields. Gala Shields. Uh, Gala Shields. Gala Shields. Gala Shields. Sorry, Shields. There you go. Yeah, you'll um, upset the jocks. There's, there's a couple more that <laughs> escape me at the moment. But, but, but yeah, it's good it's, to go somewhere new, isn't it? Well, we're very lucky because we've got, like, say, six dates in Scotland. Mm. We've got a load of dates in Wales as well. And we've, we've previously been on tour with Blackwell Conspiracy up and down the UK. Mm -hmm. But with this, there's so many more dates. So if, if anybody's ever heard of us or, like, you know, heard rumours or whatever, this is the best chance to come out and experience, you know, what our live show is about. And it's very intense. It's sort of six days on, one day off, six days on, one day off. But we're ready for it. That is a hardcore schedule, actually, yes. isn't it? Yeah. That is very tough it's, it's schedule. We travel timing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's very DIY, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like the, getting it's, out and getting It's not in the, the romance that people think it is. People think it's all hotel rooms no. and throwing TVs out the window. When in reality, it's vans and service stations yeah, on the is. M1. <laughs> so you're local boys, you're Derby. Yeah. I mean, you're Midlanders. What's the scene like in Derby at the moment, music-wise? It's a weird one, because it's... I don't think there's a massive classic rock scene, to be honest. No. You know, I think we're kind of seeing... I mean, there's... there's particularly the hairy dog in Derby mm. has always been sort of our mainstay and the venue's naturally grown and taken like we supported Phil Campbell there the other day we supported Crows there you know we've got our own gig there in October and we've kind of we're kind of the, the main sort of classic rock band from Derby the scene's probably more indie than anything else but I think Derby as a place is really down to earth I think mean, it's got a massive sort of rock audience and we quite like you know we take pride in being sort of the 
the the main boys of, that are running the classic rock scene in, in Derby. You know, Nottingham's a bit different. There's a few other bands around there. I know? think that's the, I think that's the thing that Derby's all, always got is that it is because of the proximity of it. It is in direct competition with, with Nottingham. Nottingham's a bigger city. Mm-hmm. It's got a well-established rock venue that's yeah you know, voted several times the best in the country. Um, so to to to, to kind of compete with that is hard work. However, Paul at the Paul at the Hairy Dog is incredibly supportive of us. He's really built that venue up from the ground. It's a fantastic, and he's starting to figure much more regularly mm-hmm. on big touring bands scheduled. Like That's Aaron really mentioned, cool, Crows yeah. came there. Yeah. Phil Campbell came there. Um, you get some really established old school indie acts going there as well. Uh, it's a nice. 500 cap venue mm. um, and then they've got they're building new new stuff over there as well that will push it more towards the front of, of the rock community I think and that's really good to hear because the other side of the Midlands our side where we've got Wolverhampton and Birmingham it's the same thing mm-hmm. Birmingham's a more well established city the Black Sabbath the whole yeah. heavy metal heavy metal Wolves struggles sometimes Wolves is kind of our home away from home if you yeah. like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a Wolver- I'm a Wolverhampton lad yeah um, you know spent 20 years there before I, yeah. I moved away to get to university so but when it is we a go similar there, thing yeah. it is, it is yeah, a very similar yeah. thing yeah. but when we go there we do well on our shows because they sort of see um they sort of see a connection yeah. there mm. and, they, and they come out to them. And Wolverhampton's a great place for shows as well. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go home. to the big cities like you're saying about Derby with the hairy dog. Mm. People are pushing it forward now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah. Anybody you're going to watch today before you've got to fly off? Anyone you're looking forward to? Yeah. The, the, the one band, I, I, we're good friends with the guys in Stonebroken and we really wanted mm. to see them and I just bumped into Rich in our hospitality Ooh. area. They've got a special surprise. They have. have they? Rich has told me about it, yeah. Did you told you about it? Yeah, no, I don't know. It's all very... I know about it, yeah. Uh, if I'm, you know, you know. But unfortunately, they start when we are when we are about to leave. We, got, we did get a chance earlier when we were ran by um, the Mercy of Whiskey Tent to watch a little bit of Tigers of Pantang while yeah. we were... Mm-hmm. I just watched a bit of the treatment. Uh, Milman and Dad are here. So Milman and Dad are the, the reason this happened, um, <laughs> for many reasons, um, but mainly the rock music. Um, so, yeah, I remember seeing the treatment when I was probably about like, 13, 14 years old, support Slash, so I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching a bit of the treatment. Again, a bit of Tigers as well. Yeah. It was good. Um, it's a shame because, like Dan said, we're gigging later on, so we've got to keep the graph going because I'd like to see Michael Schenker. Mm. He's a bit of an inspiration Always entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I... I love I love watching Crows live. Crows are an absolutely yeah, sensational live band. Yeah, Crows for years, great band. Um, and they've just got Shane and the boys would square everyone in the palm of their hand all the time. And it's to see them take it to a stage like that, a bit like they did a download earlier in the year, to see them take it to a stage like that would be an absolute, like, a really cool thing to see. But unfortunately, we're we're off to do our own thing again a little bit later on. I say unfortunately, it's not really unfortunate. Oh, no, the crowd there are absolutely great yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, be, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I ain't gonna lie. I'm looking forward to, to, big re- to relaxing, big lion. <laughs> it's been a big day, but I mean, you're doing what, doing what we enjoy. Gotta be grateful. That's it, for isn't it? it? Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to us today. Really talk. appreciate your time. No, Thank cool. you. Nice Cheers. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.theraisersedge.rocks.